Philadelphia, continuing here with Derek Hashem, a beautiful, crispy Tuesday morning. And uh, our first day moving forward after the Iris of Hanukkah are, uh, have, have uh, not, not gone out, but as we, as we warm ourselves on this crispy morning uh, around the, 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 the afterglow, those embers of Zeus Hanukkah, we continue here in Derek Hashem. We are in Perakeh of Chelek Dalad. Simon Bays. So Perik Dalit, Chelik Dalit, Perik Hay, Simon Bays. We are in the Perik that discusses Tvila, the topic of Tvila. And yesterday we saw the Ramchal telling us a, a very fundamental definition of, of Tvila. What's happening is he gave us three basic components, three ingredients. What, what defines Tvila? What is Davin? Davin is about an interest in God, an approach, approaching God, and addressing God. In that order, in that order, and we saw how that shows up in just the the tzura of davening. The stru- how, da- how Chazal structured the approach to davening parallels these three steps, and this is what tefillah is: accepting, understanding, and acknowledging and addressing Hashem as the source for everything, the everything. Now, <clears throat> the parak doesn't end over there. The Ramchal is going to continue. Um, and he's going to build on that and give us another insight, another glimpse into what's going on when we daven, when we pray to Hashem, and the frequency with which we pray to Hashem. Base. There's more depth to this idea. There's, not that that wasn't deep, that was already very rich what we saw yesterday, but there's greater depth as well. There's more layers and levels to understanding what is going on when we daven, when we have tefillah three times a day. Which is as follows. Kihine. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave gave a human being Deya, intelligence to conduct himself in this world take care of himself look after himself through Seichel, and through Svuna. So he just mentioned three, actually, three different terms for intelligence in the same breath. <coughs> Hashem gave a person Deya, Deya, which means knowledge. So for a person to be able to conduct himself, look after himself with Seichel, with intelligence of Svuna, and with, with, with wisdom, maybe. So we have knowledge, intelligence, excuse me, and, and, and wisdom, um, we have to can't move on without giving some kind of um, translation and, and, and distinction between those three uh, and um, but before that before that what's the Ramchal saying well let's see we read one more line what does he want with this what, what's the point that he's what's the basic point that he's making before we get into Das, Seichel, and Tzvuna. What, what's the point that he's making? The point that he's making is, V'hem is Hamas olav li'es mifakeichal tzorachav kulam. With that in mind, that a person is given knowledge, is given intelligence, he's given wisdom, so he's been burdened, that becomes a burden, a burden, <coughs> a responsibility, to be constantly, therefore, looking after his welfare, constantly taking care of his needs, constantly looking after his needs and taking care of his needs. 
<coughs> okay, so what's the basic point that Ramchal is making? The basic point is he's separating out man from animal. And he's explaining to us, and this is going to bring us to tefillah in a very interesting sense. Um, he is giving a, a, a basic definition of what separates man from beast, the human being from an animal, and why when we make categories of um, and creations, we always put mankind, even if we're not talking about the distinction yet between Jew and Goy, just in terms of humanity, humanity is always on a higher pedestal than animal. We have Doimeim, which is mineral, Tzaymech, which is vegetable, Chai, which is animal, and Adam, Medaber, which is, which is man. So the Ramchal here is not saying that what distinguishes man from animal is speech, which is what it sometime, sometimes is, um, you know, that's sometimes a distinguishing point. Speech here is talking about DASP, intelligence, but he's talking about intelligence specifically um, in terms of being able to look after yourself, take care of your welfare, take care of your needs. And the basic point that he's making is um, a very uh, interesting one and a deep one in that animals, you know, have instincts and they have very refined instincts. And their instincts tell them that when they're thirsty, they have to find water to drink. And the instincts also tell them that a watering hole can be a dangerous place because they know if, they're, if they are prey, they know that they have predators. And they know that if they're predators, the instincts tell them the predators also know that they're going to get thirsty, the prey is going to get thirsty. And the watering hole is a place where they're vulnerable. So that when they have to go to the watering hole to get water, they have to be extremely careful when they go to the watering hole. They have to be extremely vigilant. They have to go in packs, go in groups. Some of them drink while others keep an eye out, keep a look at. So that all of this they know instinctively. Um, they know that they have to take sh- seek shelter when it is when it's when it's raining outside. Um, the instincts tell them that when it is something in the migratory animals, that when it starts to get cold, they have to migrate. When it starts to get warm, they, they can return to uh, you know where they hang out. Instincts tell them a lot of things. Um, when it's mating season, the, the the alpha males have to find the the beta females to mate with. Instincts tell them lots of things, and. This is why animals um, uh, maintain their existence, and and um, maintain the animal population, popul- uh, animal species, because the instincts tell them exactly what they need to do, and 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 their instincts are very reliable. But what animals cannot do is, um, if there is a drought that year and there's no water by the watering hole, or if there is an overpopulation of lions and hyenas and cheetahs by the watering hole now, and their old habits don't help them anymore um, in terms of uh, you know, their vigilance and uh, being on the lookout, keeping safety maintained when they go to water, because now there's an overpopulation of lions and hyenas, the instincts can't tell them what to do about that anymore. Instincts aren't going to tell them um, where to seek shelter if where they used to seek shelter it, it has all been decimated by the, you know, the, 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 the lumber companies have gone and chopped down the whole forest where they used to seek shelter. The, the forest is not there anymore. The instincts now can't tell them what to do anymore because instincts are reactive. Instincts are programming. Instincts are not creative. Instincts are not analytical. Instincts are not, are not, um, <coughs> are not dynamic. They're reactive and they're programming. Animals can't figure out. They're not going to know if the watering hole dries up. 
<coughs> they're not going to be able to sit down and start um, planning out um, an initiative to, to um, you know, maybe start excavating a well um, because th- this watering hole is dried up, so we need to find water from somewhere else. So maybe let's maybe build a canal. Let's build a canal. Let's, let's, let's dig a well. <coughs> let's all migrate to somewhere very far away and find water over there. I mean, sometimes they'll do that, maybe, because, again, that's vital instincts. But to start making projects and building canals and things like that, that is not something you find animals doing because that's not within their instincts. Even animals that do, you know, change their environments, like beavers that build dams, but that's vital. It's part of their instincts. That that's, that's how they, they make their habitat. Their habitat is made by finding a lake and making a dam, and then they make a... That's the beaver lodge over there. Yeah, that's instincts, vital instincts. <coughs> what humans can do, which separates an, us out from animals, is we... We are creative. We're analytical. We're we're able to to um, to be dynamic in terms of taking care of ourselves, looking after our needs, and we're not limited to instincts. We're not limited to being reactive and reactionary. We're we're rather able to be dynamic, engaged, and and um, um, masters of our environments and manipulators of our environments, as opposed to animals which their instincts only allows them to react to their environments. No, we are masters of the environments. Um, and that's the difference between human intelligence and animal instinct. And that's the basic point the Ramchal is making over here. And it's like that lechatchila, is man isn't given one environment that is, this is man's environment, um, and you will give, be given instincts so you can function within this environment, man's not given an environment. Understand? This is the, the corollary of this is every animal has a habitat. Every species has a habitat, correct? So ducks have a duck habitat. And, and rhinoceros, rhinoceroses. I pronounce it right. Yeah, I, I, I think I it's rhinoceroses. Um, have a rhinoceros environment. Hippopotami <laughs> have a hippopotamus environments. And their instincts are wired for them to be able to work in that environment. You suddenly move around that environment, change the hippopotamus environment, hippopotamuses are, and hippopotami are, are in very big trouble. Um, hippopotamus ends in U.S. Rhinoceros, I think, ends in an O.S. That's why it's not rhinoceri. Um, every animal has their habitat and they're given the instincts, Hashem wired them with instincts to, to be able to function in that habitat human beings were not given a habitat yeah but they have instincts also with instincts when we act those are animalistic, our instincts are animalistic and that's our job, very good, very good excellent, we do have instincts but anytime a person acts based on his instincts he's going to get himself in trouble mm. you're talking about intuition I don't mean intuition, by instinct I mean eat sleep Mate, those are instincts. That's what gets you in trouble. You mean intuition, like your intuition, which is um, your intuition tells you. That's intuition, not instinct. That's what you mean by intuition. That's intuition, right? Maybe today's not the best day for pancakes for breakfast. That's intuition. I don't know, but I don't. We never. Yesterday, our intuition what? tells us. Yesterday, our intuition what? tells us. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But anyways, that's intuition. That's intuition. Instinct is something else. Instinct is just a drive. It's a drive. Um, so whenever people follow what we call instincts, then we get in trouble, because that's animalistic. Um, human beings, uh, let's get back to what we are saying. Uh, 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 the Hashlamas at the bottom is that 
a human being doesn't have any one particular environment, a habitat. There's no human habitat. What's the human habitat? Planet Earth, right? Aside from, maybe we've said, we've said in recent times over here that there are areas of planet Earth maybe where human beings are not supposed to live. Um, places on the planet that don't follow normal cycles of the day or cycles of the, of the year. You don't have daily cycles or seasonal cycles. So that, that's not a place where human beings are supposed to live because it's not really part of planet Earth, maybe. Okay, no, but, but human beings can still live there. Can, they can live there, and they prove it to us all the time that they can live anywhere. They can live in the North Pole, they can live in the South Pole, they can live in a space station, they can live in orbit, they can live on the moon, and they can live on, on Mars, theoretically. Yeah, human beings could live on Mars. And there's people that want to invest, you know, untold amounts of money to get human beings to live on Mars. And why? Really, you know, if you want to know the bottom line, what's the, what's the real motivation behind sending people to Mars and to the moon really doesn't make any sense. Not, not because of running out of room over here. It would, it would be grossly inefficient. And you'd spend much, a much larger drain on anyone's budget to try to make people live on the moon than putting that money towards making the Earth more habitable and sustainable. Um, the Vardas, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, right? I'm going to send men to Mars to prove that we can send men to Mars. We're going to build colonies on the moon to prove that we can build colonies on the moon, that man can indeed live on the moon. It's a challenge. What? Then we can ship out all the people that we don't want. Yeah. Bragging rights. Race to the moon also. It's bragging rights. That's right. That's right. Who can meet the challenge first? Exactly. Exactly. Um, So... Man doesn't have an environment, and this is a pasuk in the Torah. Um, Hashem tells Adam, um, rule the land and conquer it. Rule the world and conquer it. What the Rebbeisham is discussing over this describing is, is civilizing, and, and he's talking about the U.S. interstate highway system. That's what he's talking about. You know, developing, populating, settling, and civilizing the entire world, making the entire world habitable for man to live in. Man is not does not have any any habitat, and the reason behind that is the, the difference between man's intelligence and animal intelligence. Um, animal intelligence is what we call instinct. Instinct is just programming. Programming is to be able to work within a habitat. You start changing the variables of that habitat, animals die out because they don't know what to do. You chop down their rainforest, they don't know what to do. They can't do anything about it. They don't have intelligence. They can't analyze. They can't, um, you know, uh, computate and process things. They can only react. A man doesn't have a habitat. He doesn't have an environment. He's not reactionary. He's analytical. He studies and he when there's no water so man makes a canal to bring his water in he digs a well to bring water in when there's no forest so he figures out another place to live he makes he makes adobe dwellings um, if he can't make a log cabin this is the difference between man and animal and that's the point that Ramchal is making over here that we um, have the ability to take care of ourselves the ability to look after ourselves and therefore, the, the, the responsibility, the need and the, to, to do that based on um, looking after our welfare with taking stock of resources and being creative with those resources and being creative with, with how we um, are always making sure that we continue to survive and thrive. The way he... Okay, so this is the point that Ramchal is making over here. Very interesting idea. Sorry, <coughs> Seem like the animals have an advantage, then that they're 
part of the actual environment that they don't need to. Yeah, so it's an advantage and a disadvantage. On the one hand, it's an advantage in that they don't need to be looking after their welfare. They don't need to be maintaining their uh, habitat. On the other hand, the, the disadvantages when, you know, that's right, when the lumber company comes along and chops down the whole uh, rainforest, when the, 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 the watering hole dries up, so they're, they're, they're stuck. So that's the disadvantage. That's the disadvantage. And um, yeah, the other so disadvantage is, there's a disadvantage within the advantage itself. Yes, the advantage is there's, there's not much for them to worry about. Um, but the disadvantage is that, again, that just really bespeaks of a lower place on the totem pole. <coughs> There's not much for them to worry about because their role is not to be taking uh, any kind of executive involvement in their habitat. You know, that's, that, yep. that, that just, that, that, that's indicative of a lower role on the totem pole, the fact that they don't have if to worry. If they come to a place where it used to be water and now it's not, they still go on looking. Yeah, so animals will keep going and going and going. Some yeah, animals won't. But that's why it's a part of their instincts, yeah. Huh? It's man will make it. Animals will go look. Man will make a canal. My question is, uh, a global okay, question, so maybe we answer afterwards, before I forget, I though, are birds considered to be different from regular animals? Because so, birds kind of build their own nest. They bring the food back to the nest and everything else. Kind of yeah, no, it's the same. That's just, again, part of instincts. Like we said, like beavers will make dams. But that's what they're programmed to do. The birds can't find twigs to make nests. They can't find any material to make nests out of. Then the birds are stuck, right? They won't say, "Well, you know, maybe we should." I'll make a twig. Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe, maybe instead of making a nest, so we'll, we'll, uh, you know, dig a hole in the ground but somewhere. But if you go deeper, you can say the same thing about man. He can't build a house unless he finds the wood. <laughs> right. But if he doesn't it. find the wood, then he'll 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 dig a uh, dig a cave for himself or something, right? He'll, he'll be able to creatively manipulate his environment to to get what he needs. Um, yeah, if beavers can't make dams, they're not going to make high-risers. So, this is the difference between man and animal, and the, the responsibility that man has been given, and the abilities that man has been given. And, and we return to the Ramchal, he said, Deya, Seichel, and Tvuna, Hashem gave man the das to... Um, conduct himself in the world through seichel and through tvuna. Um, What's tvuna? Yes, we're going to go through all those right now. Very good. Fish. Understanding. Fish. Tvuna means understanding, seichel means intelligence, and deya means knowledge. What's the difference between the three terms, these three terms? So, um, for here, for purposes of here, you know, these terms can mean, can slightly shift depending on the context, but the, 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 the source at the church, they always have, like, a, you know, come back to the same place. Das always means um, Capacity, the intelligence, the capacity of intelligence, the property of intelligence to be able to uh, relate to the abstract. That's das, is the abstract. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, let's elaborate on that. Um, 
an abstract concept. Um, to be able to grasp an abstract concept and, and work with an abstract concept, connect to an abstract concept, something that I don't see immediately in front of me, and maybe you'll never see it immediately in front of you, but to be able to work with an abstract concept, that's that. So, so an idea would be, you know, man forming a system of government, uh, a hierarchy. Um, so that's an abstract concept, that there should be um, a system of checks and balances, there should be a government, there should be, you know, subordinates, there should be people making decisions, and maybe we should vote those people into power, or maybe there should be a very compartmentalized government. Why? Because that's in our best interest of just, you know, uh, running, running the society. So that's a highly abstract concept. You'll never find that in the animal world. Um, you will find the alpha male, the leader of the tribe, <clears throat> only by default. And again, that's, that's instincts. That's the person who is it's the animal, the monkey, that is, uh, that, that, that uh, you know, is the de facto leader, is the one who... who um, yeah, that's right. The one that, that um, kills the other males and takes all the females for himself. But beyond that, as far as like, you know, a whole system of decision making and discussions and, and, and balance of power, these are all very, very abstract concepts for a person to be able to stop and think like, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. The society would be a lot more productive and efficient <clears throat> um, if we could have a system of government. This is an abstract concept. Connecting to something that I can't see. Abstract thinking is das, generally. Um, so having like a vision, a vision for, for society, a plan, a goal, that's all a function of das. And so too, to be able to connect with a creator, with a god, a notion of god, that requires das, that's an abstract concept. Another abstract concept, to have a society that should be, that should have an element of religion to it. You know? Um... A, a, a theocracy or a democracy which is one nation under God the concept of God is a highly abstract concept that requires das to be able to um, formulate an abstract concept to be able to relate to and connect to an abstract concept um, Tvuna sounds at the surface like something similar but Tvuna is really something different Tvuna means understanding and it's been a, that's the ability to to um, Extrapolate and apply. That's what that's what that's what bina is. Bina is the ability to um, say uh, if this water supply dried up. Um, there's got to be other sources of water around, and this source of water must have come from somewhere else. Let me you know process that. Let me sit on that and analyze that and figure out. Um, how I can, you know, using that knowledge to my advantage, come up with an alternative source of water. So if I think to myself, well, this lake must have had a source that was feeding it, so I can find, you know, that source, track it down to its source, get it, find another source, dig a different well, that's called tavuna, that's being maven davar mitaych davar, being able to extrapolate one idea from within another idea, being extract. A, a, an idea from within another idea. Um, you know, we had a well. We were using this well for centuries. The well dried up. But hey, wherever this well, this well came from, there's got to be other sources from with, from which we can create other wells. So that's not abstract thinking. That's not abstract. 
different than abstract in that it's a concrete idea, but it's a concrete idea that has to be extracted from another idea. The animals, again, would not be able to do that. Animals would not be able to say, well, if this well, we were drinking from this spring, and if this spring dried up, there must be another spring elsewhere. It makes sense. This spring has a source. There must be other sources, or maybe you can find another spring from the same source. This well dried up. There must be another way of producing another well. Animals, again, can't be maven, dover, me, dover. Can't extract one idea from another idea. That's Bina. Seichel, in this sense, Seichel is, um, is generally common sense. Seichel is common sense. Which... As the saying goes, not very common. that's right. It's unfortunately not very common. Seichel is um, um, you know, common sense. Common sense. Um, what makes more sense? What makes more sense if the water supply dries up? Does it make more sense to make a canal? Does it make more sense to dig a well? Does it make more sense to relocate the whole tribe? What makes more sense? That's seichel. The seichel is referred to as a seichel, hayashar, you know, um, glad thinking, straight thinking, clear thinking, being able to uh, weigh all the different factors and come up with, you know, the one that makes the most sense. That's a seichel. Seichel generally is um, applied understanding, applying understanding to the situation at hand. Tvuna is extracting and extrapolating one idea from another idea, being able to apply ideas. And Das is being able to relate to the abstract and bring the abstract down into the realm of the concrete uh, with any of the examples that we gave. So this is what ha- man has, and this is what separates man from animals. And let's just do another few lines before we call the day maybe. Um, so man has been separated from the animals in that he, in how he has mastery over his environment. He doesn't have any one given habitat. All the world is his habitat. He can creatively um, settle the world, conquer the world, change his world uh, in order to make it work for him. And therefore, he's, it's given to man to look after his welfare with Das Seichel Tuna. You know what? No, we tackle. We'll stop over here. We'll continue with this tomorrow. We're going to see the Ramchal is going to take this a step further and apply this to a different. Um, give it. Give us. Uh, yeah. Develop. He's going to develop this further. We'll see that tomorrow. Okay. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful day. Thank you all for joining.